The Lord will restore all that the enemy has stolen in our life. The Lord will restore things that, have, things that you have looked for and has not reached you. The Lord said that those are the things that he is restoring this month. I want to see this opportunity. As you all know that uh, the man of God, Apostle Williams, have two nationalities uh, and is a Nigerian and also a Scottish man. Amen. So I want to wish every Nigerian happy independence. Hallelujah. I don't know how many of you have been celebrating his time. Hallelujah. And hence the Lord is restoring. Amen and amen. Shout. I want all Nigerians here to shout happy independence. Hallelujah. I wonder how many of us greeted our, 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 our families today. I was phoning them and greeting them. The Lord somebody said, what are we doing? No, 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 no. We must rejoice. God has done great things for Nigerians. Hallelujah. I'm proud to be a British and also to be a Nigerian. Because I don't want them to send me out of this nation. Amen. Amen, amen. Nigeria was given battle on the first. Just to us. I bring you good tidings from uh, Apostle Williams. As you all know that he has to go to school. Amen. Somebody, uh, uh, Sister Dagnet, phoned me and said to me that we pray that this school finish next year. He's no more going again because we want to hear Apostle Williams because he said, ah, I'm going to see him tonight. I said, yes, you will see Apostle Williams because the second half of Apostle Williams is ministering tonight. Amen. So if you look at me, you can see Apostle. And I pray in Jesus' name that the Lord will make me this, like this man of God. Let's, we should follow Jesus. Make me like Jesus. And I want that Jesus in him to, to, to reflect in my life like never before. Because there are some things that still need to change. Amen. But I thank God. Each time I'm just jumping there, it's pulling me. So that things will manifest fully. Amen. He says, shout Psalm 118 verse 15. Shouts of joy and victory resounds Resound in the tents of the righteous. The Lord's right hand has done mighty things. Why is today the month of victory? Uh, that, uh, today a day of victory. First, second, third. Why do we celebrate victory in God? Every first, second, if God permits to the seventh, seventh day of the month. He said the Lord's right hand, hand had done mighty things. One of the reasons why we should celebrate victory is because the Lord's right hand has done what? Mighty things. I want you to look back to the time that you were swimming in your mother's womb. That is how far. I'm not going to tell you to look from the beginning of this year. Look back to the time that you are swimming in your mother's womb. You do not have a hope. We have life, but we do not have a hope. But we just keep on trusting and holding on onto that umbilical cord, hallelujah, that connected us to our parents until the day of birth. I want to congratulate those of us that are pregnant in the house today, amen. You have victory on the day of birth in the name of Jesus. You have victory on the day of birth in the name of Jesus. And we are connected to God's uh, umbilical cord. We are swimming in this great world. I won't say we are hopeless because we have hope of eternity. Amen? And the word of God says we should shout shouts of joy and victory. That's why we have to shout it every first and declare it every sec on the second and declare it on the third if God permits till the seventh day. Why are we shouting the shout of victory? 
Because the Lord's right hand has done mighty things. The Lord's right hand is lifted high. The Lord's right hand has done mighty things. What are the mighty things that the Lord's right hand has done? We are living. We will not die but live. And we shall continue to proclaim what the Lord has done. Hallelujah. So as the Lord has done mighty things, our life is full of hope. Someone might ask me, why do we have to die and bear it? We have a hope of eternity. The Bible says we shall not die but live. So even though this flesh dies, we are still living. Amen? That's why we have to, why we have to walk out our salvation with fear and with trembling. Amen? Don't just live this life as if we are not going nowhere. Amen. I just want to enlighten us with that, those words. But the title of my message tonight is Come. Say to your neighbor, Come. Let us celebrate. <laughs> come. Say it that you mean it. Come. Let us celebrate. It's time to celebrate. It's time to celebrate. Hallelujah. Why should we celebrate? The man of God said to us that God is visit, visiting the earth this month. If I were you, I would begin to celebrate that visit. Amen. There is a woman of God in the book of Judges, chapter 13. She had the visitation of God himself. Amen. Come, let us celebrate. To celebrate... We have to leave the old behind and enter the new and continue to celebrate. Are you listening to me? It's a month of visitation. If we do not leave the... You see, I read to you first, the shout of joy and victory resound in the tent of the righteous. But if you read it opposite and say that, the sound of joy and victory will not resound in, the ten, in my tent. Then you are doing yourself evil. Amen? God has confirmed it to us. And it takes the living, those that are not dead, to rejoice. Amen? Because the Lord's right hand has done mighty things for us. That's the reason why we have to celebrate. Because the Lord's right hand has done mighty things. Hallelujah! I want you to keep that into your hand tonight. Before I take you to the book of Judges 13, I want to take you to the book of Exodus first. Yes, Exodus 14. God has done so much in our lives. And some might be asking, why should I celebrate? I'm giving us this assurance tonight because the law is a month of restoration and hence we have to begin to celebrate. Mothers should celebrate God. Children should celebrate Him. Fathers celebrate him. Friends have to celebrate him. You must not be looked down in this month and in many months to come. This is a wake-up call for us to celebrate. And to celebrate, I said we have to leave the hold behind. The things I used to do, I do them no more. The things I used to do, I do them no more. 
the things I used to do. I do them no more. There is a great change since I have been saved. Hallelujah. You must celebrate and leave the old behind and begin to enter into the new thing that God wants to do. Why? Because God has done great things for us. But God did great things for the children of Israel that I'm going to show to you in the book of Exodus chapter 14. But to them, it seems, what has the Lord done? They show an unchallenged attitude, an ungrateful attitude to God for what God has done. But thanks be to God, they celebrated later on because God himself proved himself to be God. I go to chapter 13 from verse 17. Why should we celebrate? Because of the things that God has done for us. Amen. If you look at that chapter 13, this was the uh, crossing of the Red Sea and uh, uh, the consecration of the firstborn and in 14, the crossing of the Red Sea. Let me start from verse 11 when you get home, read from verse 13. After the Lord brings you into the land of the Canaanites, and give it to you as he promised on and on oath to you and your forefathers. You are to give over to the Lord the first of offspring of every womb. All the firstborn male of your livestock belongs to the Lord. Redeem with a lamb every first donkey, but if you do not redeem it, break its neck. Redeem every firstborn among your sons. In days to come, when your son asks you, why should we celebrate? You see it in that scripture. When your son asks you, when your son asks you, what does this mean? Like, why should we celebrate? Say to him, with a mighty hand, the Lord brought us out of Egypt. Amen. Peradventure, someone is asking me tonight, why should we celebrate? God has done so much for us. We that were once in slavery in this world, God with his right hand brought us out of it. Verse 15, when Pharaoh stubbornly refused to let us go, the Lord killed every firstborn in Egypt, both man and animal. This is why I sacrificed to the Lord the first male offspring of every womb and redeemed each of my first sons. And it will be like a sign on your, on your hand and a symbol on your forehead that the Lord brought us out of Egypt with his what? Mighty hands. Why should we celebrate? The book of Psalm 118 verse 15 and 16 says we should celebrate and shout sound of joy and victory because the Lord brought us out of Egypt, of our own lifestyle, into a new lifestyle. Amen. When Pharaoh let the people go, because we are under the dominion of Pharaoh, Pharaoh has been tormenting us and doing all he wants to do to us from the beginning of our lives. But it has pleased God to bring deliverance to us. So I say praise be to God on that tonight. He said when Pharaoh let the people go, God did not lead them on the road through the Philistines' country. Though they were, that was shorter. I want you to read that when you get home. But when the children of Israel were led to go, in that verse 14, 
Knowing fully well that the mighty hands of God has led them this far. The Bible said they began to grumble when they faced difficulty. Because we have been delivered does not mean, or we have been saved does not mean that we will not face challenges. Challenges will come. But in all these challenges, we must still do what? We must celebrate. But when they met their first challenge, what happened to the children of Israel? He said, when the king of Israel, 14 verse 5, was, when the king of Egypt was told that the people had fled, Pharaoh and his officials charged their, uh, changed their minds about them and said, what have we done? We have let the Israelites go and have lost their services. So he had his chariot made ready and took his army with him he took 600 of the best chariots, along with all other chariots of Egypt, with officers over all of them. Hmm. The Lord had hardened the heart of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, so that he pursued the Israelites, who were marching out boldly. The Egyptians, all Pharaoh horses and chariots, horsemen, troops, pursued the Israelites, and overtook them as they camped by the sea near Pi, Harriot opposite Baal Zevon. As Pharaoh approached, the Israelites looked up, and there were the Egyptians marching after them. They were terrified and cried out to the Lord. They said to Moses, The theme of tonight's message is come. Let us celebrate. As you celebrate, the enemy can pursue you in your celebration. Things will happen that will be against you in your celebration. But I have a good news for you like the children of Israel. God wants you as you celebrate in this month and be full of expectation, expecting that, that God is about to do. There will be challenges. Amen? But in all these challenges, let us not be like the children of Israel. What happened to the children of Israel? He said they were terrified and cried out to the Lord. You know, I cried to the Lord, let us not be like them. Let's hear what they say. They said to Moses, Was it because there was no grave in Egypt that you brought us to the desert to die? The Lord said you are going to have visitation. But eventually your own visitation is opposite before you get to the real one. Are you going to ask such questions? Leave us alone. Let us serve the Egyptians. It would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the desert. Because we are celebrating, because we are starting visitation does not, not mean that there will not be challenges. Moses answered, the people do not be afraid. The man of God, Apostle Williams, is our Moses. Amen. In this month of visitation, the word of God to us is that do not be afraid. Say to your neighbor, do not be afraid. Stand firm. And you will see the deliverance the Lord will bring you today. The Egyptians you see today, peradventure your celebration, the Egyptians are still pursuing. Your own lifestyle is not leaving you. Things are not the way you feel it should be. The man of God said, we are expecting visitation. Why is he not coming? <laughs> he said, the Egyptians you see today, you will, uh, you will never see again. The Lord fights for you. You need only to be still. 
Let's see what the book of Psalm 46 verse 10 says. Hallelujah. And I want us to read it boldly. Hallelujah. Yes. Again. Say to your neighbor. Say to your neighbor. As we celebrate for adventure, there are things that are pursuing us. As we are full of expectation for adventure, there are things that are holding us back. I want us to be still and know that God is still with us. Then the Lord said to Moses, why are you crying out to me? Because at this time, they even made Moses to be confused. You can make your Moses to be confused. You can get your leaders to be confused. But God said, don't get the man of God confused. I have spoken and it will come to pass. Amen. But peradventure there are challenges and you feel it's not, why is it people are having visitation, I'm not having visitation. Why is my own case different? I better start this old lifestyle again. And they say don't do this, don't do that. Too much of do, don't do, don't do, don't do. Let me go back to my lifestyle. God wants you to be still. Amen. That the Egyptians that you see today, you shall see no more. Come, let us celebrate and be full of expectation. See the Lord. Then the Lord said to Moses, Why are you crying out to me? Tell the Israelites to move on. Say to your neighbor, move on. Move on. Move on. And he says, raise your staff and stretch out your hand over the sea to divide the water so that the Israelites can go through the sea onward. On dry land. Be full of expectation. Before this time, the children of Israel did not know that God is about to do things that I have not seen. Things that ears have not heard. Things that have never entered into the mind of anyone. Hardly did they know. Amen. So they were full of confusion. They were faced with another challenge even in the midst of visitation. And the challenge was there was Red Sea. In front of them. Red Sea before them. And Pharaoh behind them. They were confused. We better be in this life. What type of visitation is this? In this month of visitation. Why is God not coming? Why is it bad, bad dreams that I'm having? In the month of visitation. You are having dreams that something is pursuing you. In the month of visitation. You are not even having revelation from God. It's like today you die in the dream. Tomorrow they bury you. So why is this dream coming forth? God said, be still. In all this, I know that I am God. There will be challenges. But the Lord said to Moses, we will not confuse our own Moses in Jesus' name. That's the reason why I'm preparing us in this confusion. And uh, Apostle, you said it's a month of visitation. But I'm having bad, bad dreams. What type of month of visitation is that? You know, some of you, <laughs> because of the grace of God upon the man of God, you do things that are, are bad sometimes. They may the Lord forgive you. Amen. And you just want a whole man of God like that and with what Apostle said. Apostle, some of you even test because you have opportunity to have his number. You said it's moment of visitation. How come I'm not having something? Apostle, you have to do something about this. <laughs> May the Lord help you. <laughs> the man of God is full of grace. May I have that grace in Jesus' name. Because if I tell you that God said, <laughs> we are getting there, don't worry. Amen and amen. They made the man of God to be confused. But God instructed the man of God again. 
He said, tell the Israelites to move on. Say to your neighbor, move on. In the midst of challenges, as we expect the month of visitation, move on. Move on. Move on. And he said, raise your staff and stretch out your hands over the sea. We have to be the word of God, must be full of the word of God at this time. Because the staff there stand for the word of God. We must lift up the word of God to God. Even when challenges come, the word of God will make us to prevail. Amen. Hallelujah. Raise yourself and stretch out your hands over the sea to divide the water so that the Israelites can go through the sea on dry ground. I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians so they will, they will go in after them. And I will gain glory through Pharaoh as all his army and all his army through his chariots and his horsemen. The Egyptians will know that I am the Lord when I gain glory through Pharaoh, his chariots, and his horsemen. The Lord will gain glory this month in the name of Jesus. In this month of visitation, guess what happens? His presence go before us. Said that the angel of the Lord who had been traveling in front of the Israelite army withdrew and went behind them. The pillar of cloud also moved from the front and stood behind them, coming between the armies of the Egyptians and the Israelites. Throughout the night, the cloud brought darkness to, the, to one side and light to the other side, so neither uh, went near other, or, uh, uh, so neither went near the other all night. Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea. And all that night, the Lord drove the sea back with a strong east wind and turned it into dry land. The water was divided, and the Israelites went through the sea on dry ground, and a wall of water on their right hand and left hand. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. The, the Egyptian you see today, you shall see no more. But be full of expectation. As the Lord has said to the man of God, He will visit the earth from this month. I will be partaker of those great things in Jesus' name. Now go with me as I conclude to the book of Judges. Amen. Are we getting something tonight? you are getting something, shout a big hallelujah. hallelujah. Amen and amen. The Egyptian we see today, we shall see no more. Because God is visiting the earth. When God visits the earth, it takes only people that are sensitive to the things of God. So I want to tell us tonight that we must be sensitive and begin to celebrate. You must be full of expectation and begin to celebrate. Because God He's doing great things. And as we celebrate, I said to us, we must leave back the old things and begin to enter into the new with celebration. How do we celebrate? You must celebrate with joy. You must celebrate with thanksgiving. You must express our celebration with joy. And end Psalm 95 applies. Let that be your psalm in this month. Come, let us sing for joy to the Lord. Hallelujah. 
The psalm begins to talk on how we should celebrate. So when you get home tonight, begin to read that psalm. He says, but if you harden your heart, he said, do not harden your heart like the children of Israel. Anyone that hardens their heart will not be able to receive this visitation that is coming. It takes only that the heart, the heart of stone has been turned into the heart of flesh. Ezekiel 11:19. Amen. A heart of stone for adventure. We have a heart of stone. Guess what happened in the heart of stone? You keep malice. Guess what happened in the heart of stone? You are fighting. And it's a month of uh, uh, expectation. Guess what happened with the heart of stones? Things, things are beginning to... The heart is like... Uh, it's, it's too hard for God's word to penetrate. Because you have let, let in a lot of grudges to be in your heart. And hence, you will not see this visitation. But I have a good news for you. Ezekiel 11:19 says, He said, I will take away their stony heart and give them a new heart. So as we celebrate, let our heart be a heart of flesh. Amen? And let's restore our fellowship with God with joy. And I accept Psalm 95. So in conclusion, again, the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord. Judges chapter 13. So the Lord delivered them into the hands of the Philistines for how many days? Forty days. We are hearing this tonight so that we will not be delivered into the hands of our enemies. Like the Egyptians, in Jesus' name, or the Israelites. A certain man of Zorah named Manoah, from the clan of Danites, had a wife who was sterile and remained childless. The angel of the Lord appeared to her and said, You are sterile and childless. Paradventure, there is a challenge that is making you not to be full of this expectation. Your challenge is holding you back. You will have visitation of angelic visitation. The Lord himself will visit you, even from tonight in Jesus' name. He said, the angel of the Lord appeared to her and said, You are sterile and childless, but you are going to conceive and have a son. I don't know what your expectations are in this visitation. Remember, there are things that eyes have not seen. Things that ears have not heard. These are the manifestations this month. Now see to it. Say to your neighbor, see to it. See to it. <laughs> so you have to see to it that you follow God's own instruction. For to this lady or this woman, Manuel's wife, the angel now prepared him in this time of visitation. He said, now see to it. Say, I know you are Sarah. I know you have a challenge. I know you have a problem. You must not be like the Egyptians that held on to their problem and said, it's better for us to be eating garlic. It's better for us to, to, to big, big things in, in Egypt. Not to come and die in this, on this ground that is like grave. They are full of complaint. We know that this woman was sterile, but she's a woman of God. Hallelujah. She had the word of God. She's a wife of a man named Zora. We know she was sterile. She had challenges. No child, nothing whatsoever. But she trusted God. Amen. God in this month wants you to trust him. Amen. He said, now see to it that you drink no wine. Amen. Wine here might be busy, a busybody life. It might be real, real wine. We are all seated in the, in, in the house. We, don't, we can't see your heart. We don't know where you go when we leave the church. We don't want you to drink wine and be, and be drunk. Amen? When God wants to visit the earth, there are some things that you do. The things you do before, you cannot do them no more. 
Why is God reading this scripture tonight? Drink no wine? Because a special child is about to be born. Because there is a visitation that is about to come to the earth. God was preparing Manuel and his wife. But guess what? It was his wife that he met first. God is speaking to you women. Amen. The wise woman builds her home. The foolish one with her hands does what? Tears it down. God wants you to prepare your household. Women, tonight, amen. Maybe that's the reason why God has brought me to be the one to preach tonight. Amen. God wants you to prepare your household. He wants the men also to prepare the household. Join together in one to prepare the household. So she had an angelic visitation. I pray tonight that you have an angelic visitation in the name of Jesus. He said you drink no wine. For adventure you have been the one that has been taking a seat. You are drinking beer. The book of Proverbs 31 comes about now. He says it's only the fools that drink beer. When this woman, Lumel's mom, was preparing her son for great manifestation for the future, he said, my son, you are the son of my womb. He said, don't follow men. Don't follow women that weakens kings. Amen. Your own might not be wine tonight. Let's go quickly to that book of, uh, uh, leave judges and go to uh, um, Proverbs 31. Hallelujah. I just want you to see there are things that we cannot do in this month that we are expecting visitation and forevermore. Amen. There are preparations that we must, we must keep. Proverbs 31, are you there? The book of Proverbs 31, you might, you might just, one of my favorite books, but you know a lot of people when they read this book, they begin to start from verse 10. The, the wife of a noble character. But uh, the Bible, when I started to read this book, I don't want to teach only about the virtuous woman here. I want to teach about a woman that was expecting visitation. And he, she prepared her household. She said, oh, my son is one of my favorite stories. When I read it, I read it as if I'm reading a, a, a poem. Hallelujah. The saying of King Lumel, an oracle, his mother taught him. Oh, my son, oh, son of my womb, oh, son of my vows, do not spend your strength on women, your vigor on those who ruin kings. In this month of visitation, you don't want to mess about. Amen? The things you used to do before, you do them no more. You don't want to mess about. Ah, that is a possible visitation. I can enjoy life and have visitation. <laughs> People that do that in the scripture, they die. Spiritually, they die. Amen? And if you are not very careful now that I'm really talking about, let me scare you more. You can die. Amen? Hallelujah. You will not die but live. Amen? That's why I read that scripture to you. Amen? <laughs> Amen. I just want to terrify you a little bit. But uh, spiritually, you will die. If you dare it. Amen? He said, do not spend your strength on women, your vigor on those who ruin kings. I'm talking to you young ones that are not married. In this month of visitation, you cannot mess up. You cannot mess around. Amen? It is not for kings, O Lumel. Not for kings to so drink wine. You see, the angel was preparing Manuel's wife. He said, this child that you are going to give back to, this visitation that you expect, you cannot just drink beer anyhow. You cannot go and be drinking wine. I want to digest it. Uh, the fish as eating. Then you are taking white wine. It's my professor, I can tell you. You want to digest the beef that you are eating, then you are taking red wine. And uh, 100% alcohol. Hallelujah. He's going to break it down. 
Then you are drinking after meal the port wine. Amen. To digest it, port wine and cheese and some grapes. Hallelujah. And biscuit. Yes. You are digesting the food. But this is the warning. I'm not going to tell you to drink wine. But don't be drunk. Amen. He said, let the drink and forget what the Lord decrees. You are expecting visitation. You must not drink. And when you finish drinking, you just enter life. Those of you that go to a party, the people having the party, they have declared no drinking. Then you bring your own drink there. And then you are enjoying. <laughs> May the Lord help you. In this month of visitation, you can't, you can't afford to do that. Amen. That is Apostle Williams. I can drink my own drink. Some of you do that. Let us go and beg for forgiveness tonight. Amen. He said, let the drink and forget what the Lord decrees. And deprive all the oppressed of their rights. Give beer to those who are what? I want you to shout it aloud. Give beer to those who are what? Wine to those who are in anguish. So in this month of visitation, you can't afford to go out with friends. Thank God it's Friday. And then you are uh, uh, drinking beer, you are drinking wine. No, it's just that. By the time you know you don't. You must not drink beer. Amen. Let them drink and forget their poverty. And remember their misery no more. Speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves. For the rights of those who are destitute. Speak up and judge fairly. Defend the rights of the poor and needy. You are setting expectation. These are the things that you begin to do. Don't let no beer. Manuel's wife was being prepared. He said, you drink no wine or other fermented drink and that you do not eat anything unclean because you will conceive and give birth to a son. We are conceiving in this month. Amen. We are giving birth to a son. You are giving birth to that mighty one that is in you. Amen. That mighty one that is going to... Jesus himself will be enthroned. And hence the book of Isaiah 9, verse 6, you come to manifestation. Unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. The government will be upon his shoulders. He shall be called the mighty God, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. And he mentioned and on and on. And he said the increase of his government upon our life will be great. So if you want the increase of God's government upon your life, there are things that you cannot do in this month of uh, uh, visitation. He said, now see to it that you drink no wine or other fermented drink and you do not eat anything unclean. <laughs> you have one little bar there that you are just shaking it. And then you see, you cannot afford to do that as you are full of expectation. Let me tell you the story of my life. I know I might have told you some of these things. In those days, when I traveled to Italy, Remy Martin, the brandy is like this. I'm telling you, I can mention all the brandy's name for you. All the whiskey, all the gin and everything. It's not that I'm drinking it. What I have, because when you go to our friends' homes, you see the little bar. They make it so beautiful that, uh, and you have all the shops. So you buy them too. It's a decoration around the corner. Thank God. Those of you that are hearing now, in those days we had, but we do not know we thought it's decoration. And I brought it. The Remy Martin is as big as this. I give the gin to my father, even if we carry trolley to take it to the village. Are you listening to what I'm saying? It's confession time. In this month of the stage, you can't do that. 
Hallelujah. Thank God for Elder Jebu. You know what I'm talking about. And in the, <laughs> Hallelujah. And we carry the gin. It's as high as this. You know, gin and coffee goes well after a very nice meal. So let me tell you things that you know. Some of you think you are crazy in your head. There are people that have been crazy before. And we are telling you, <laughs> come down. Say to your neighbor, come down. Come down. It doesn't pay. Amen. Have that little bar there. And everybody is buying gin at the duty free. And I bought my own gin too. It's as big as this. And uh, I will my thing. It's a pride. When you go through custom and you are, <laughs> it's a pride. Hallelujah. The things I used to do, I do them no more. The things I used to do, I do them no more. The things I used to do, I do them no more. Why? There is a great change since I have been saved. I'm saved at that time, but we follow friends. In this month of visitation, you cannot follow friends anymore. You cannot just bob your hair and be doing all these kind of courts. Hallelujah. Because it is the month of visitation. I bought the gin, Remy Martin. Uh, the brandy. And I will it in. But thanks be to God who always gives us victory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to put it in. I have a flask. You know what it's called, a flask. I can tell you what it is. I have the real main one. And I have this uh, full flask one. The big one there. But guess what happened? And I'm decorating. So when friends come, I even have one. I will, I will even do the dangerous one. When you go to Germany, some of you that have traveled like me, you will, you will, you will, you will confirm it. There is one that, that we drink as well. You know, like a man on top. So you put the drink at the bottom. You, put, you pour some of the brandy. And you'll be wearing it. It's a style. <laughs> and I, <laughs> some of you have not seen. My eyes have seen. Hallelujah. But now he's seen the glory of the Lord. That's why I tell some of you people, calm down, calm down. All you young boys, calm down. Thank God for Apostle William that has established this great mission. In the month of visitation, you can't have such brandy anymore in the house. Hallelujah. But when the Lord visited my home, you know the man of God has been tolerating me, my dear, wonderful husband. Not knowing that all these things are crazy things. And this, every time I'm praising my bar corner, and everything, I'm so happy that all this uh, one-quarter glass is there. All these shots are there. And when any friends come, there is a way that you go around the bar. Is it uh, uh, gin on the rock that you want with some lemon? After all, the Bible says we should not be drunk. Are you listening to me? Is it vermouth that you want? Some of you don't know the names of this wine. I can tell you everything. Do you want Bloody Mary? And I do nice cocktails for you. It's not if you don't get drunk. But you can't do it now. Amen. Some of you think you're enjoying Some of you don't know. You know, sometimes I look at people. I look at them like this. I say they don't know. Forgive them for they know not what they're doing. When you talk, talk of class, there is class and there is class. Some of you, the class you are doing now, you think you know, but it's no class. Come to people of class, they will tell you. I listen to what I'm saying. So, but in trying to be class, make sure that you... Are you listening to what I'm saying? But thanks be to God who always gives us victory. When the man of God came into the house one day, because peradventure you are married, your wife is getting you crazy like me getting my husband crazy. 
and your husband is getting you crazy. What is my month of visitation? We are not drunk. That's I'm warning you now. We don't get drunk. We just enjoy life in style. We celebrate life in style. I can tell you, I know how to celebrate life. But I laugh this day when I look at people celebrating life. That's not the way to celebrate life. I can tell you lots of life celebration. I didn't celebrate fornication. I was not in that. Are you listening to what I'm saying? It will never be. Amen. Adultery, I'm not in that. I didn't have time for, for that. But there are some ways that you celebrate life. Amen. So, but in this celebration, Randy and, whiskey, and uh, 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 Remy, Martin, uh, uh, Remy Martin and coffee a little bit after a meal to calm you down. Some of you, you know, God has a reason for making me to preach today first. Are you listening to me? We are celebrating independence, all you Nigerians. And you are going to go home. You are expecting visitation and say, ah, we are celebrating independence. Are you, because you want to be class. Make sure that you don't turn to classes. So the thanks be to God who always give us victory. The man of God just came. I'm not raised with all these things. What is this bar doing here? You know, Apostle Williams been tolerating with my bar. What is this bar doing here? All the balls from asteroids and everything. Just... <laughs> you know when you talk of this Italian furniture, is there all with glass and all with... You know like this pillar, it's even more... This pillar is beautiful anyway, let me not say that. And everything is there, the way they decorate, and everything is well done. It's a bar. But when the man of God destroyed this bar, eh? <laughs> Let's put our hands together for Apostle Williams. Thank God for Apostle Williams. He said, I'm not raised with all these things, my dear. Because for adventure, you are married, and the things you are not raised with. Husband is bringing it in. Wife is bringing it in. Oh, because time is gone. I will conclude. I'll tell conclusion, but I will conclude with, with something that God has given, me, given to you tonight. Amen? So, this woman of God was given everything, laws. He said, because you are carrying a child, you are expecting visitation, woman. Man was wife, you are expecting visitation. You cannot aff- aff- afford. Remember? The challenges that you have. But I'm about to visit you and give you a son. You must keep to all these things. So there is a visitation coming upon us tonight. There is a visitation that is moving you tonight. You cannot afford. You are carrying the mighty one inside you tonight. There is this visitation. You cannot afford to drink wine. Amen. Why you cannot afford to be crazy in your head and doing things of style. He said... No razor may be used on his head. Because the boy to be is a Nazarite. I don't know the boy that you are about to give birth in the physical. The boy you are about to give birth in in the spiritual. But you are expecting a visitation. God is visiting the earth. He's about to put a new anointing into you. He's about to develop something in you. He's about to do something that things that eyes have not seen, things that ears have not heard. There is a manifestation that is about to come into you. There is a cycle that is about to change in your life. There is something that God is about to do in your life faster. There is prophecy that God will begin to give you and open your mouth wide to seek for the things of God as you have heard yesterday in the prophetic voice. There is something that God is about to do in your life, choir. 
And you must not afford to do the things that God doesn't want to do, you to do. He said, this thing, this new thing that God is about to birth in your life, you must be set apart to God from birth. This new, because of this new thing, you must set yourself apart. Amen? And he will begin. He said, set apart to God from birth. This new baby that is about to born. And this baby will begin the deliverance of Israel from the hand of the Philistines. Many of us have been tortured. This nation has been tortured. You can hear the wars and rumors of war. Our nations have been tortured. But new, in this month of visitation, God is about to birth a new thing. And this new thing will cause you to deliver your own Israel from the hand of the Philistines. But it's a pity. God's prophecy about Samson's assignment. Ah, before he was born, was finished by David. Is it not sad? Is it not sad? After all this angelic visitation, that this new thing that is inside you, this baby you are about to give back to, you must not do this, you must not do that. What was this love? As far as you must dress this way, your dressing has to do. What has dressing got to do with my singing? It's a thing of the heart. No. As ushers, you must behave this way. As protocols, you must do this. What has all these rules and regulations got to do? But the Bible talks about this godly, uh, this God's prophecy given to Samson concerning his, his assignment. It did not come to be. Because protocol was not observed. David finished the assignment. May another person not finish your assignment in the name of Jesus. You can see this in the book of uh, 2 Samuel, chapter 7, verse 9 to 11. You can read that at home. Then the woman went to her husband and told him, I don't know where I'm talking tonight. It was the woman that had the visitation. And the husband was taken along in this. So I want to encourage you, woman, or you women tonight in the house, this visitation must bring something, must give back to something in you tonight in the name of Jesus, so that you can bring your husband to along. It must come to you, men. But adventure on your own side is your wife that is not really moving. It must come upon you, and your wife will be partaker. Of this great covenant. Amen. He says, Then the woman went to her husband and told him, A man of God came to me. He looked like an angel of God, very awesome. Hallelujah. He's confirming the presence of God that you begin to experience in this month of visitation. The awesomeness of his presence will be one of the manifestations. I didn't think, I didn't ask him where he came from. And he didn't tell me his name. But he said to me, you will conceive and give birth to a son. <laughs> you are starting visitation. I feel the angel is talking to you. You will conceive. And carry a big vision tonight. He said, now then, drink no wine. He's reporting the matter again to the husband. Drink no wine or other fermented drink and do not eat anything unclean. I've had your unforgiveness. That unclean things. Amen. Amen. Snowy heart. Unclean things. He said, because the boy will be a Nazarite of God from birth until the day of his death. 
Then Manuel prayed to the Lord, Oh Lord, I beg you. This should be your prayers tonight, amen. As I'm preparing you for this great visitation. When Manuel's wife came to tell Manuel, Manuel did not envy the wife. He didn't tell the wife, what are you talking about? He didn't say you are talking nonsense. But in preparing for the month of visitation, Manuel prayed to the Lord, Oh Lord, I want this to be your prayer tonight. Let the man of God you sent to us. He didn't say the man of God you sent to my wife. <clears throat> because he believed that the two will become what? The two will become what? He said, let the man of God you sent to what? Us. Come again to teach us how to bring up the boy who is to be born. I want you to tell the angel of the Lord that is assigned to you tonight as you are hearing my word. That you will have this visitation. The man of God you sent to Apostle Williams, our leader. The man of God you sent to our Moses. Let him come and show me. And let him come, as you have told the man of God about the visitation, let him perform it upon my life in the name of Jesus. You don't want to leave this place without praying that prayer tonight. God had Manuel. And the angel came to him again, to the woman while she was out in the field. Guess who will have this visitation? I am on the battlefield for the Lord. I am on the battlefield for the Lord. I will fight till I die. I will never run away. I am on the battlefield for the Lord. It's only those that are active in the kingdom that will receive this visitation. Even though Manuel prayed. But the Bible says the woman was the one that was active. And that's the reason why he had another visitation. He came to the woman again. But because of time. I want you to go back home and read it. God is coming to us. And in conclusion, like I said, open your Bible with me to the book of Leviticus. I think Leviticus chapter 18. And we close with that. The Lord said to Moses, speak to the Israelites and said to them, I am the Lord your God. You must not do as they do in what? I want you to shout it aloud. You must not do as they do in? You must not do as they do in? You must not do as they do in? Where you used to live. And you must not do as they do in the land of Canaan. Where I am bringing you to. Amen. Do not follow their practices. Don't follow their act of being drunk. Don't follow their act of carelessness. Don't follow their act of uh, bad manners. Don't follow their act of disrespect. Don't follow their act of their rules and regulations. Don't follow their act of gossip. Don't follow their waywardness. Don't follow their... I don't even know what to say, but you understand. Amen. I am the Lord your God. You must obey my laws. You must obey my laws and be careful to follow my decree. I am the Lord your God. Keep my decree and my law. For the man who obeys them will live by them. I am the Lord. Hallelujah. And he began to talk about all the acts. Sexual immorality is what he used to start there. And I've told you. Do not ruin your life. You young ones that are expecting visitation. You married ones, do not ruin your hands, your life with men and women that ruin kings. You must take care of that. 
Verse 19 said, the Lord said to Moses, speak to the entire assembly of Israel and say to them, Be holy, because I, the Lord your God, am what? Because I, the Lord your God, am what? Each one of you must respect his mother and father, and you must observe my Sabbath, and I'm the Lord your God. Do not turn to idols or make God of... Begin to read that, uh, uh, Leviticus 18 and 19. I finally conclude with Exodus chapter 6. I think one of the verses there, Exodus chapter 6, yes. Okay, I just want to read verse 7, but you can read from, from verse 1. Okay, let me read from verse 2. God also said to Moses, I am the Lord, I appear to Abraham, I appear to Apostle Williams, Amen. I appear to other pastors, amen. I appear to other elders, amen. As God Almighty. But by my name, the Lord, I did not make myself known to them. But thank God that he's made his name known to us. I also establish my covenant with them to give them the land of Canaan, to give us this nation, amen. It takes only those that are willing I'm faithful to establish this expectation because God has given us the land. We are the leave. Also establish my covenant with them to give them the land of Canaan. We are the leave as aliens. Moreover, I have heard the groaning of the Israelites whom the Egyptians as a, uh, uh, are enslaving and I have remembered my covenant. Thank God for remembering his covenant with Christ's faith tabernacle. Now look at that verse 6. Therefore, say to the Israelites, Therefore, say to Christ, say tabernacle tonight, I am the Lord, and I will bring you out from under the yoke of the Egyptians. Amen? I will free you from being slaves to them. And I will redeem you with an outstretched arm and with a mighty uh, act of judgment. I will take you as my own people, and I will be your God. Then you will know that I am the Lord your God who brought you out from under the yoke of the Egyptians. And I will bring you to the land I swore, uplift, uh, I swore with uplifted hand to give to Abraham and Jacob. I will give it to you as a possession. I am the Lord. May the Lord bless the reading of his holy word tonight. What I want to bring out from there is that when you get there, he said you must not follow the act of the Egyptians. I rest my case tonight.